Welcome to Teacher's Ed. I'm your host, Edward DeShazer. This is a podcast made specifically for teachers. If you have not yet done so, please download this episode and hit that subscribe button for me so you don't miss out on another episode. Welcome back, everyone. As the school year winds down, uh, this is when teachers usually need to do some reflecting. What we experienced this year was something no teacher ever expected, but here we are at the end of the year and we made it. Some of us sprinted across the line. You had other teachers who may have walked across the line, and I know there's some teachers out there who crawled across the line, glass of wine in hand, hair a mess, but you know what? We made it. Today's episode is titled Gut Check because that is what this one is going to be for you. This isn't your typical end-of-the-year reflection where your principal asks what activities worked and what didn't. This episode, I want you to be real with yourself. The only way that we can be better as people and as educators is to be 100% with ourselves. As the kids would say, be hunted. One thing about me that I pride myself on is that I try to be as real as possible. And sometimes it's to a fault because I may be too real and people may get offended. And sometimes I've been so real that I've offended myself. But you know what? Sometimes the truth hurts and we need to hear it. Teachers burn out on a yearly basis. And I would never tell someone to stay in teaching if their heart isn't there. That isn't fair to you and it's not fair to your students. So if you are listening to this right now and you feel your heart isn't in teaching anymore, I want to do an activity. I want you to pause this episode. I want to go want you to go grab your computer, open up your email, email your principal and let them know that this is going to be your last year teaching. Your emotional well-being will thank you later. The future of your students will thank you later. And your coworkers will thank you later. It's important that we listen to our hearts as educators. And if your heart's not in it, then neither should you. If that isn't you and you're still here listening, then let's get to this week's episode. So often we end the year and we reflect on academics. We neglect the other important things about teaching, the classroom environment, the relationships that we have with our students, with our coworkers, with ourselves, with our parents. I am one of the biggest believers in restorative practices and how beneficial they are to teachers. Relationships first, teaching second. And next season, we're going to dive deep into restorative practices, and I can't wait to get into those things with you all. But for now, we're going to walk ourselves through a few reflections so we can listen to our gut and be honest with ourselves. I want you to start by closing your eyes. I'm assuming you're not driving. If you are, finish this when you're parked um, or whenever you get home. If you're listening to this while in your classroom, I want you to keep your eyes open. What I want you to do is I want you to look around your classroom. If your eyes are closed, I want you to mentally, I want you to visualize your classroom. Walk yourself around it. What parts of the room make you feel anxious or tense? What parts of the room make you feel happy and proud? As you walk through in your head, or if you're actually in the classroom, 
sometimes these feelings are going to be very clear. You're going to walk past that pencil sharpener and makes you feel anxious because that's where Timmy called you a B when you asked him not to sharpen his pencil during math. You may see the phone on the wall and remember that time that principal called you to the office because of an angry parent and you walked into a firestorm. You could see the back table that was always cluttered and piled with papers that you could just never catch up on grading and that may make you feel anxious. Now after walking through whether you're in your room or in your head, I want you to pick two or three spots that need the most attention. These spots should be your priority to change for next year. If it's the phone, then let's focus next year on spending more time after school making meaningful calls to our parents about the great things their children are doing versus calling them every time their their child wouldn't do work. If it's that cluttered table that needs a change, let's figure out a day of the week where you're going to come in to work early or maybe stay a little later, and the sole reason for that time is going to be to organize that table. Whatever these spots are in your classroom, they need an action plan. If you aren't willing to address them, they're going to continue to address you. So the next activity is about the relationships with your students you will need your classroom roster. So I want you to get that out, get it on your computer. Our teachers use um, Infinite Campus. So if it's on your computer, then I need you to pull that up. But I want you to go down the roster one student at a time and say and read those names out loud. As you're reading, I want you to really pay attention to yourself and your feelings. What do you feel when you read each name? Which names make you feel good? Which names make you feel proud and satisfied? Which names make your stomach tense? And and even which names make you feel regret? As you're acknowledging those feelings, look for a pattern. If a few students on there give you bad feelings, let's try to find a common thing between these students. If a student's name gives you regret, ask yourself why. We all have had an interaction with a student that afterwards we felt like crap. We know as the teacher and as the adult that we could have handled it better. Listen, every teacher has had this experience, but how can we do better the next time? As you're reading through, think to yourself, is your classroom management style effective? Many times your students don't like you because they know that you don't like them. And notice, notice I said no. I will be brutally honest and say that you are not going to like every student in your classroom. I don't care what your professor in college tells you. I don't care what your principal tells you. You will not like every student in your classroom. But if you can't hide it from that student, they will know. And they are going to make your year hell. And you can trust me on that because I was that student. I personally took pride in ruining teachers' years as I was growing up. If I knew they didn't like me, please believe they were going to know I didn't like them. So now once we have identified some of these themes in the relationships with our students, find the areas that you know you need to grow. Whether it's your classroom management, whether it's 
how you reach your students. Are you, when they walk in, are, do they know that you care? Are you addressing each kid individually? Or are you addressing the kids that do all the work you want and neglecting the kids that don't? Let's find the things that we have identified and make sure we put together a plan to fix them. Now, after we've done that, if you're in your building, I want you to go out of your classroom. If you're still at home, I want you to mentally walk out of your classroom. We're going to take a walk around the school. I want you to, in your head or in the physical, walk from classroom to classroom, floor to floor, wherever it is. Just take a slow walk through your building. What are you feeling as you approach each classroom door? If, you ha- if you're able to, take a peek in. Which coworkers do you have that give you a positive feeling? Which coworkers you just don't really have any feeling? It's just a very neutral feeling. And which coworkers make you angry or annoyed? Your relationship with your school teammates will have a huge impact on how you feel coming to work each morning. Are there some strong, positive teachers that you have in your building that you probably should get to know better? Are there some negative teachers that you sit and eat lunch with every day that you know you need to distance yourself from? Is there a relationship with a teacher in your building that has been damaged that you may need to repair? Now, after walking through the entire building, choose a few people with that you know those relationships you can make a change in. Whether it's repairing the relationship, limiting that relationship, nurturing that relationship, or just flat out changing it. Pick those people and and let's write those names down. Relationships are key. And where you put your energy is going to be important. Teaching is a hard enough job as it is. You have to stop letting coworkers poke holes in your cup. And for some of us, we need to stop poking holes in our coworkers' cups. Grow relationships with those coworkers who will help you keep your cups filled when you need it the most. Lastly, I want you to take a look at your planner whether it's an online one, a paper copy, or however you keep your lessons engraved. Start browsing through that and pay attention to certain things. As you're going through, which days of the week make you feel good? Which ones make you feel disappointed? Which lessons that you did this year make you smile? Which lessons do you look at and you just cringe? You know which lessons you did were great, and which ones you need to scrap. Did you take some risks this year that paid off and your kids just hit a home run with them? Or did you try something and take a risk and it completely flopped? As you look through, do you see a lot of the same thing over and over and over again because that's what was easiest? Were there times that your lessons fell apart because you said yes when you should have said no? Try to find a theme as you're going through these. What changes do you need to make to feel less stressed about your workload? What improvements can you make to give your students an experience that reaches them? So often teachers plan for themselves and ask students to come to them, when in actuality, it's our job to plan for the students and to find lessons that reach them and encourage them to be critical thinkers and grow. Now, after we went through each one of these areas, It's time for 
us to create an action plan. We have talked about our classrooms. We have talked about our relationships with our students. We talked about our relationships with our coworkers and our planning. You may find positives that you want to put more energy into, and you may find negatives that you have to correct. And as I said before, you may find others in the middle that you just aren't sure about, and that's okay. Either way, jot down a plan that addresses these. When we put a pen to paper, it makes us much more likely to follow through. And the final step once this is done is to share this with a friend. Ideally, it should be another teacher, whether it's someone in your building. So often teachers work in isolations when we all have the same struggles. This was a big reason why I created Teachers Ed in the first place. We are, as teachers, are a community of one. When something that someone in Milwaukee is struggling with is very similar to something that someone in Minnesota or California or Florida or South Dakota or wherever you are, we all have the same struggles. So with our same struggles, we need to come together as a community. We need to be opening up to other teachers. That is one of the best ways for us to grow. So find someone that you can share this with. Ask them to help hold you accountable because this is what is going to help you grow and improve. We all have room for improve no matter who we are. No matter what position we hold, we can all be better. Let's make sure that we check our guts. Let's use the summer to get better. Find workshop, find resources, whatever it is that we can do. Let's make sure that we're trying to improve. But let's also make sure that we are recharging our batteries. August is going to come so quick. And who knows where we're going to be with this pandemic and teaching. But let's make sure that we are ready for face-to-face teaching, but also virtual. And as this year is winding down, Teacher's Ed is going to be winding down too. Next week's episode is going to be the last episode of this season until August when season two starts. So in the meantime, please follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram as I continue to share resources for teachers over the summer. As I see free workshops, or even workshops that may cost money, I want to share them with you guys so you're able to, to get better and to grow. And as I close this episode out, I'm going to ask you to keep listening even after I finish. This week's episode is going to end with an original song uh, from Josh Bowen. Josh was a childhood friend of mine. We have known each other for many years. And the song that he composed is called Amazing. As teachers, you should be reminded daily how amazing you are. You are the heartbeat of the world. Without you, where would everyone be? So as I've always told you, you are a difference maker and you are a world changer and you are amazing. Until we speak again, take care.
Stop, stop, stop. 